From the world-famous city of New Orleans, it's the Black and Blue Report. Starring Daniel Sellerson. D-Dub in the Black and Blue Orchestra. Yeah. And the Benchwarmers. Today's special guests include the New Orleans Saints, the New Orleans Pelicans, and whoever else we could get to stop by. Online and worldwide, it's the Black and Blue Report. Live, sort of, from Studio B, here's Daniel Salerson. Hello, my friends, and welcome into the Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Salerson, filling in again this week for Sean Kelly, who is enjoying some time off. I hope everyone had a great weekend wherever you were. But if you were in NOLA, I hope you stayed dry as it was a very soggy weekend here in the Big Easy. Well, the NBA Finals are set. Friday night, the Miami Heat blew out the Indiana Pacers to advance to their fourth straight NBA Finals. And then on Saturday, the Spurs held off the Thunder in overtime, 112-107, and they move on to their second straight NBA Finals. And now, for the second straight year, the Heat and Spurs will battle it out for the Larry O'Brien Trophy. On Wednesday, David Wesley will begin our NBA Finals preview. And then Mr. Wesley's partner, for Fox Sports New Orleans, Joel Myers will preview the finals as well on Thursday as Game 1 will be played that day at 8 p.m. Central. Did anyone watch the hockey game last night? How about the L.A. Kings? No wonder there was an earthquake last night in the L.A. area. It's because the City of Angels had something to cheer about. The Kings win their third straight Game 7 on the road during these playoffs and take down the defending champion Chicago Blackhawks 5-4 in Chicago. So the Kings and the New York Rangers will duke it out for Lord Stanley's Cup this week. Lots of college baseball going on this weekend as well. NCAA regionals were going on, and just like the basketball tournament, there was a lot of madness. Five of the 16 number one seeds went down, including two Florida teams, Florida and Florida State. LSU couldn't hold off Houston last night, so tonight the Tigers and Cougars will fight for a Super Regionals bid at the box in Baton Rouge. Congrats to Southeastern Louisiana for their great season. They went 1-2 and two in the Baton Rouge Regional, and finished the season with a 38-25 record. The Raging Cajuns, Louisiana Lafayette, were shocked by Jackson State Friday night, but avoided elimination the rest of the weekend, and they'll take on Mississippi State tonight to try and earn their bid into the Super Regionals. So a busy weekend in the sports world, and I hope everyone enjoyed it all. On today's show, I wanted to play you some more sound from Saints OTAs last week. You'll hear from defensive coordinator Rob Ryan, linebacker Curtis Lofton, and offensive lineman Tim Lolito. Also, let's talk a little horse racing today. Dallas Stewart, a New Orleanian and Saints fan and trainer of Commanding Curve, will join me today to talk about the Belmont Stakes, which is the third leg of the Triple Crown as Commanding Curve looks to halt history as California Chrome looks to win the Triple Crown this weekend. Also, former Saints wide receivers coach and current Tulane head football coach Curtis Johnson will call in. We'll talk about the Saints signing of Devin Walker and get an update on the Green Wave's new football stadium. So a busy show today in Studio B. Let's get started with some Saints talk. Coming up next, here from Rob Ryan, Curtis Lofton, and Tim Lolito. As one Entergy customer to another, I have a tip for you. Download the free Entergy app. If my power goes out, I check the app. The outage maps let me know what's happening and when to expect my lights back on. It also makes it easy to pay my bill and manage my account all right from my smartphone. Download the app today or visit EntergyApp.com for more information. 
giving me control in the palm of my hand? That's the power of people. Entergy. is all across Louisiana with cash jackpots starting at $250,000. That's a whole lot of cash. And right now, it's a lot more fun. Lotto Lanyard. Buy a $5 single draw lotto ticket. Get a raffle entry to win up to $50,000. Lotto Lanyard. A lot more cash and a lot more fun. Must be at least 21 to purchase. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. <gasps> this is the Black and Blue Report. Well, OTAs are going on again this week over on Airline Drive. Last week, some of the coaches and players spoke with the media following OTAs, and I want to play some of those for you right now. Rob Ryan begins his second season as defensive coordinator for the Black and Gold, and here's what he had to say following Thursday's OTAs. So Rob, I was asking Sean, does he feel like You've been in a little while now. But I feel like you, there's, there's more depth on this defense than it's been, been in years past, maybe more so than on the offensive side of the ball, or is it more position-specific? I think uh, I can only answer that from last year. Uh, I think we got a ton of depth. I think we've got competition at every spot, and, uh, you know, it's going to be great. It's going to make for, you know, uh, we want to be a great defense, and I, I really think uh, we got the parts to really do to, to do something special. And, uh uh, so we've got a lot of great young players. They all work hard. They take coaching. And I told you before, we, we have the best coaches, I think, uh, you know, with our position coaches are outstanding. So uh, they're all getting better, all working hard. They're all buying in, and, and things are going well. How anxious are you to see Victor finally get an opportunity to, to show with the Saints what he showed when he was in Dallas? Right. Well, uh, you know, it's great to get him back out there. Uh, he looks healthy. Uh, you know, I can't wait. It really, it's. Uh, right now, we're just, you know, our tempo is we're working on our uh, on our scheme, our communication on our scheme, and and, uh, and how we operate. Uh, you know, uh, this isn't a full contact, you know, camp. So uh, uh, that's when I think, you know, uh, Victor, you know, will really show up where he's off his injury and, and things. So, uh, but right now, we're working hard. We're getting the communication, uh, and we're running the ball and doing the little things. And uh, and that's what this thing is: getting the details. And doing a good job. With last year, uh, so many injuries at outside linebacker. Uh, how much did it change the way you went into the season defensively? Uh, and how much will you maybe tinker with it because you actually have, you know, a lot more depth at outside linebacker uh, potentially this year? Yeah, I think you know the biggest thing is is always, and, and we do this as a team, uh, you know, uh, through Sean and everybody. Uh, you know, we want to get our best players. And our combination of players on the field and uh, so whatever that is the, the great depth and all that will allow us to be you know more flexible and uh, and that's what we really want to be you know we want to know what we're doing we want to get there in a hurry and uh, you know and, and that's our style of play I think you, you, you watch us play it's our style of play some teams are hoping to be tough uh, we like to play good defense and, and we will How's Kenny McCarroll look at this point uh, at the offseason? Really excited about him. I mean, he's he's been working out, you know, and again, I'm no uh, doctor. Uh, I don't know how fast he's supposed to come back from injury or what, but but he looks great. Uh, he, he's been working hard. He knows the defense inside out, as most of our guys do. So uh, they're looking, you know, they're looking really good. We got a brief chance to see what uh, Champ Bailey, why he's been uh, a guy that caliber for a while, making some plays already today. Oh yeah, I mean he he looks fantastic. Uh, you know, uh, 
I don't know what half of it. He, you know, I've never seen Champ Bailey. I've seen him up close and personal when he's intercepting balls against us when I was in Oakland. Uh, but he, he's fun to watch, and he practices really hard. You, you look out there, and you think he's just one of these young guys uh, running around. Uh, but he's bringing excitement to our defense and, and knowledge, and it's, it's awesome to add a great player like him. If you could say this in one answer, I guess, what, what is it that's made him so special, that's made, that's made him stand out among his peers over, over so long? Well, I think, uh, you know, his – I mean, you, there's so many things, like you say, you could say about him, you know, his athleticism, obviously – uh, but the way he, he's been able to cover people over the years and still make plays on the football, uh, that's unique. And, and that's why he is uh, what, you know, what he is. He'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, and uh, we're fortunate to have him. And I'm telling you, he looks great out here. He's got a lot of life. He's, he's, he's got young legs, and, uh, man, he's fun to watch. I know you don't read too much in the depth chart at this point. I mean, your OTAs is extremely early. But today, I mean, Patrick Robinson out there with the ones, uh, and it's been – you know, it's been a long time coming for him, coming back from an injury and that sort of thing. I mean, what what do you see in him and uh, to win the starting job? And how important is this season for him to really kind of get back in the swing of things after missing a whole season on the field, you know, playing in your defense? And, and yeah, I, I think I think with Patrick, you know, he had that unfortunate injury because he was he had a, he was looking great and and uh, training in all the OTAs. Then he got hurt late. Then he's looking great in training camp. You know, then he gets hurt. You know, he comes back. Uh, you know, he's been through a lot, but, you know, he's a special athlete, a unique guy that can bend, you know, for such a you know, big corner. He can, he's got natural bend. So uh, uh, we're going to have competition all over. But, uh, you know, we think Patrick's going to be great for us, and, and we know he will be. And, uh, you know, but the, it's, it's unique. We have competition everywhere on this team. And, and whoever lines up, you know, first out of the tunnel, uh, I'm sure the other guys will be playing plenty. So, uh because uh, we're going to put our best players out there. Uh, that's what that's what uh, Sean hired me to do, uh, and I think I'm pretty good at that, identifying that and uh, playing to our players' strengths, and and uh, that's what we'll do, and and uh, and we're going to be damn good at it. Rob, please. Well, Rob, with all the great defenses uh, that you coach, uh, is it a mindset as far as taking away the football, even you know being ranked where we were last year, you know, top five defense? Is it something that starts obviously in the practice field, in the meeting rooms, or our individual players? What did you approach with that? No, we definitely approach it. Uh, you know, that's the weakness that we we as a glaring weakness last year on our defense. I think the effort was outstanding. Our our players are outstanding. Uh, we we did pretty decent as, as a unit, uh, but we want to be great. And to be great, you have to take the ball away. So uh, we identify that every coach on our staff individually has a responsibility for turnovers. We present it to the defense. It's every one of us, uh, you know, at different times. We present different aspects of getting turnovers. We talk about it. We show clips of it. We showed some peanut Tillman punch outs. We saw a few of those today, uh, you know, and, and great players can be imitated. And when we're trying to do that here, uh, he's unique ability, you know, Southwest is at uh, Raging Cajun, wasn't he? As, as we, I like that there. So uh, threw that out there. He figured you guys would get that one. Uh, but uh, but he's great to watch, and you know so uh, we've been trying to imitate him, uh, and imitation is the biggest form of flattery. So uh, you know we we enjoy doing that. We're working hard at it. We know we have to improve on that. Uh, you know Seattle won the Super Bowl. Uh, they took the ball away more than anybody, and uh, you know so they they raised the bar, and when we got a match. Don't both Bird and Bailey have a reputation that's good in that area? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely, and. And, you know, everything we do here in the Saints organization, uh, 
through Sean and Mickey is geared to help us win and and that's how we practice that's how we prepare and that's the, that's the players we get you know so it's been great sorry to ask the off football topic question but do you still think the novelty is still unique given the fact that the story wasn't really Greek Fest the story was Rob Ryan dancing at Greek Fest the fact that people still love you and take pictures and video and it's still quite the novelty yeah, well, I'm quite the soft shoe. Uh, no, I mean, I, you know, my wife's Greek, and uh, she's, you know, honestly, she was the best dancer out there. You can look it up. She was dominating out there. I was trying to follow. Uh, but, it, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun. We love this town, and, uh, uh, you know, we, we plan on doing something special here, and I know, uh, you know, we want to be a little tiny part of our success, and, and I think the town will, will like us even more this year. Let's stay on the defensive side and hear from linebacker Curtis Lofton, who talks about the return of his teammate and linebacker, Victor Butler. It's like he's full speed. I mean, just even for him to get back. I, I know he did, didn't want to necessarily rush to get back last year, but see him full speed kind of getting out there and playing. I mean, uh, you guys got to probably like what you're seeing so far, right? Well, we definitely like what we're seeing out there, you know. Anytime he can be out there and be full speed, not have to have a brace, not really thinking about his knee, you know, that's great. And that's what we've been seeing. And, you know, now it's just for him getting a feel for, you know, his position, getting a feel for his body after coming back from that injury. And so far he's been doing great. Do you feel like maybe uh, – I know there was a ton of injuries at outside linebacker last year. Did it change what you guys were maybe anticipating going in playing defense? And do you think having a lot of guys – back at outside linebacker will maybe change some things that you might do or is it too early to tell or um i think it's it's really too early to tell you know what we're going to do you know we're, we're we pride ourselves in being very multiple from three four four three five two whatever you know we have a ton of exotic packages but right now it's just working on you know taking the right steps reading the right stuff, mm-hmm. and just really starting to detail our work before we progress on. Well, it seemed like he was around all the time. I mean, I think he really wanted, Victor I'm talking about, really wanted to be in the meetings and that sort of thing last year. I mean, did, is that something you noticed, that he really wanted to be a part of this? Even though, you know, sometimes guys are on their own rehab and when you're on IR, that sort of thing. Um, you know, I think it's tough for any player that gets hurt and, you know, having to come up here every single day and watch everybody else run around and have a great time, and you're not a part of that. Mm-hmm. And it just shows the, shows the character of Victor to be able to come up and sit in these meetings day in and day out. And, uh, you know, he I think he actually helped guys, too, just by, you know, sometimes you get down as a player and he was always there to encourage you to, you know, it's going to be all right, you're going to be better. Mm-hmm. Forget that, get that play out your head. And, you know, we appreciated him, and uh, it's just great to have him back out there now. And finally, let's hear from Tim Lolito, an undrafted free agent signee last year, made the team out of training camp and played in all 16 games last season, including two starts at the right guard position. Last week, he was taking reps under Drew Brees at center and spoke about that last Thursday. How does it feel working out there? You know, working with the feels good. I'm just trying to learn as much as I can and get used to, get used to everyone being out there, you know, Ben and, and Jari and then uh, – getting used to Drew's cadence and stuff like that. Is it, what has it told you about the fact that they, they haven't brought anybody, uh, anybody else? I mean, they're bringing Matt, somebody you're familiar with, but they haven't really you know, brought a veteran in to, to come. Hasn't told me anything yet. I mean, there's still guys out there, so. Tim, you started a couple of games last year at guard. Does that add to your comfort level out there with the guys now? Um, I think it does a little bit. I think uh, being out there and knowing – game situations and, and being in a game before, I think um, that helps me out. It gives me a little bit of, um, of an advantage over these guys 
coming in like Matt and stuff like that that haven't played in actual NFL games. Chemistry-wise with Drew, do you feel pretty in sync with him? I mean, obviously it's early in his OTAs, but do you feel a little bit of chemistry with him, in sync with him? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Last year, I mean, we do on-the-line stuff every day. You know, he would come, even last year, like when Dale was still here, he would go to Dale and then he would come to me. So it's, it's, it's pretty much the same. Of course, you can find all of last week's interviews on NewOrleansSaints.com. Let's turn our attention to horse racing. Coming up next, commanding curve trainer and New Orleanian Dallas Stewart. We'll talk about this weekend's Belmont Stakes. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report. Okay, you've just been told you have a serious heart issue. Congestive heart failure, a valve problem, a complex rhythm disorder. Now what? At Auctioner, we suggest you take a moment and do some research. When you do, you'll find Auctioner Medical Center has the only heart program in the region ranked among the nation's best by U.S. News & World Report. We routinely treat the most complex cases with revolutionary procedures such as surgical and non-surgical valve replacements and the total artificial heart. And we have the largest, most comprehensive program for treating arrhythmias in the Gulf South, offering options not available elsewhere in the region. At the end of the day, the most important thing to hear is... I just saw your test results, and they look great. No problems. Leading Edge Care. Just one more reason to choose an auctioner-affiliated physician. For an appointment, visit auctioner.org or call 1-866-AUCTIONER. That's O-C-H-S-N-E-R. Auctioner. Healthcare with peace of mind. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. Our next guest was on the show not too long ago after his horse, Commanding Curve, finished second at the Kentucky Derby. New Orleanian and Commanding Curve's trainer, Dallas Stewart, joins me now. Dallas, good morning. We're getting closer and closer to the Belmont on Saturday. Absolutely, absolutely. We're very excited. Let's start off with this week leading up to the races. What is preparation like for you and your team? Well, you know, you know, we've got to pay attention to, to detail, you know, and make sure we're right where we need to be. Uh, you know, I think the at the right time, I really feel like he's doing as good as he's before. Uh, you know, respectively speaking, it's going to be a great race. And, you know, the Derby, uh, California Chrome's in there, Derby winner. And uh, it's just going to be very exciting. You told us last time on the show that Commanding Curve would skip out on the Preakness to prepare for the Belmont. You just told us about this week's training, but what did the horse and you guys do between the Derby and now to get ready for this weekend? Well, I mean, we pushed them. You know, I mean, you got to push them, you know, to, to, to stay on that, get in that peak level. And uh, we trained him hard and gave him some good workouts, and, you know, he responded well. So it's uh, it's exciting. So I, he, he's done well. Like I said, I, I, think he's just, I think he's doing as well. As, he, as he's had all year. Since 2007, horses have skipped the Preakness and gone on to win the Belmont. Why do you think that is? What is the is rest the biggest factor as far as that t- statistic goes? I mean, it could. You know, I mean, it's a case by case scenario. Um, you know, I don't know what to make of it. You know, we just have to do it. You know, you do with what what you have, and and uh, sometimes the horses need a little break, and uh, you know, you have to pay attention and and give them that break when needed. So, uh, um, you know, I don't know. This statistic is, is strong, but we'll see. 
I'm sure you guys don't need any extra motivation for any of the Triple Crown races, but does it get your team riled up uh, knowing that you have a chance to stop California Chrome from winning the Triple Crown, which has not been done in almost 40 years now? Yeah, I mean, we're just out to do our job. You know, I mean, we're, 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 we love what California, California Chrome's done, I mean, for racing and, and uh, respect him. And, uh, you know, we're there to do our job and win the Belmont. We're talking with uh, Dallas Stewart, trainer of Commanding Curve. He's also a New Orleanian. And uh, Dallas, besides the length of the track, that Belmont, is there any other big difference between this track and the other two Triple Crown tracks? No, this is totally different. It's a deep, sandy-type track. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a mile and a half around. I mean, it's, you know, it's totally different, that's for sure. So how, did, how does training go about? What's the difference in how do you have to train for this track compared to the other two then? Well, you know, we gave him a workout over it, and he's had several gallops, so you can't make a horse like a track. They just have to, you know, partake and like it, and, and uh, you know, if they don't, they, <laughs> they usually don't run very well. Now, I know at the Derby you were able to speak to Mr. Benson, who was there, and it looked like that worked after your horse finished second. I'm assuming you're going to bring or wear something Saints this weekend to bring a little bit more luck for you guys come Saturday, right? Every day, brother, every day. <laughs> That's awesome. That's Dallas. That's Dallas Stewart, trainer for Commanding Curve, who looks to improve on their second place finish at the Kentucky Derby and spoil the Triple Crown opportunity for California Chrome this weekend at the Belmont. Dallas, thanks for coming on this morning and best of luck this weekend and bring a win back home to New Orleans. Who that? Let's get him. When we come back, Tulane hip football coach Curtis Johnson joins me on the Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. Hey there, what you having? Um, what kind of specials do you have today? Well, tonight we're doing $2 benzene and tonics, $4 lemon arsenics, and $5 beryllium bombs. Wait, what? Those don't sound like drinks. They sound like types of poison. Well, it's a fine line. Besides, this is a smoky bar. What do you think we're all breathing in right now? Uh, I don't know. N nicotine? Listen, I'm going to hook you up. You're not really living until you've had a formaldehyde martini. Yeah, I'm going home. Secondhand smoke does more than just stink. It costs Louisiana thousands of lives and contains dozens of harmful chemicals that lead to things like emphysema, heart disease, and lung cancer. Learn what's being done to protect all Louisianans in bars and gaming facilities at letsbetotallyclear.org. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Our next guest has been on the program before, and I'm sure we'll have him on again. He was the wide receivers coach for the Saints from 2006 to 2011, which included a Super Bowl win in 2009, and now he's the head football coach at Tulane, leading them to their first bowl game last season since 2002. Curtis Johnson joins me on the telephone. Coach, good to have you back on the show. Oh, thanks a million for having me. Now, uh, last week, uh, I think the Saints made their best free agent signing of all time. They signed Devin Walker to a contract. What was your reaction when you found out the Saints were going to do this? Oh, I was really overjoyed. You know, I really got to thank Mr. Benson, Mrs. Benson, uh, Mickey. Uh, you know, Mr. Benson actually showed up, Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton, for doing a wonderful, wonderful thing for this young man. This young man graduated. He has one of the worst adversities that you can ever think about going through. He takes everything in stride, and he loves the Saints. You know, I saw a photo with him four years old with a Saints with a Saints uniform <laughs> on. So I mean, he's just a wonderful kid. But 
you know, you could have just, I mean, I just wanted to cry. I was just so emotionally charged. Yeah, I was out of town last weekend, but I was eating breakfast at the hotel I was at. I look up on the TV, and there's you and Devin on Good Morning America. What was that experience like for uh, not only you, but for him as well? Oh, I thought he had a wonderful, wonderful time. He really handled himself really well. I thought Robin Roberts was awful, awesome. Everybody at the at the uh, at the place was so great to us. I mean, Robin just done, she did a fantastic job. You know, just being on national TV. You know, I had jitters and he didn't. He <laughs> Devin actually calmed me down, so he was. It was just a great experience. It also helped that Robin Roberts is a huge Saints fan, so that had to go well for the interview as well. <laughs> when I teased her about that blanket, I still got that picture of her with the blank, with the Saints blanket when we were, you know, on our Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. She's an amazing lady. Absolutely. She's been a guest on the on the show as well. Now, personally, I know you've answered this question many times, and I think I know the answer, but personally, the impact that Devin has had on you and also your football team the last couple of years. Look, look he's, he's, he's like a family member to us. He's not, it's not that he's a mascot or anything. What he does is, he brings the inspiration that you can't even imagine. He holds those guys accountable, and the best thing about it is I don't have to have a, a, a pregame speech at all. He, he does them all. He's just fantastic. He's great to be around. He helps me. He keeps me in line. So, I mean, he's just, he's just a part of our family. We're talking with Tulane head football coach Curtis Johnson. And, Coach, I want to switch gears a little bit, talk about your new conference. The American Athletic Conference is where you'll be in from now on. Your thoughts on the move and how excited you are to be a part of the AAC? Well, well I'm very, very excited. You know, you, 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 we got a chance to play in the state of Florida twice, in the state of Texas twice. Then you go all the way up to Connecticut and Ohio. You know, just the viewers of the people who are going to watch our games. It's just going to be an amazing conference. I think we're very, very good, well-coached conference. It's going to be tough the first couple of years for us, but we're going to put our best foot forward. We're going to try to win as many games. But what great competition we're going to face. What are some of the advantages that you will get from joining the AAC? Well, first of all, just just the, geographically where, where it's located. You know, you got a great football state. We have two teams in Texas. you got the state of Florida, two teams in Florida. Then you get a chance to go up north. You know where you go to play in Connecticut, you play, uh, you play in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, East Carolina. You know geographically, we're all over the east, east, east and the south, and up north. So that's just one of the great advantages. And then you have your natural rivalries with Memphis and in Houston and SMU and, and Tulsa. So so it's just going to be a great, great conference. Your first game at the new Yolman Stadium will be September sixth against a good ACC team in Georgia Tech. How's the stadium looking as we get closer to the football season? What a magnificent stadium. It seats about 30,000, and I t- I'm telling you, it comes up. Every time I look up, it's, it's getting you know, more and more and more, more getting ready to play in. I just love the location. I love where it is. I can't wait to play in it. It looks like if they're going to be ready, those guys do a great job. We can't wait to play in that stadium. Now, one of the biggest benefits of the new stadium, in my opinion, is that it's on campus. Students and fans are close by. But for the fans that don't know much about the stadium, what are some of the other benefits that Yulman Stadium has to offer to you and your program? Well, well what's, first of all, you come in the middle of the campus, so you're going to have a college football atmosphere. You can look out on the second level of the stadium. You can see old New Orleans. What a great skyline you see. It'll be outdoors. It'll be great to have a night game there. It'll be great to play in the mornings. It'll be our advantage to, to come out. You can eat breakfast. You can walk down to the stadium. 
you, you know, you're already uptown, great shopping after the games. And you know New Orleans can put on the best parties in the world. So, I mean, you're going to see a great football team, but it's just a great location where we are. It's, it'll be a fantastic experience. Well, football season is right around the corner. We can't wait to see the new stadium. Can't wait to see Tulane in the new conference. That's Curtis Johnson, head football coach at Tulane. Coach, enjoy the rest of the offseason, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you as we get closer to football. Thanks again for coming on. Thank you very much. Talk to you later. No problem. When we come back, more on the Black and Blue Report. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Your Pelicans, led by all-star Anthony Davis, are on their way to becoming playoff contenders, and you'll want to be there to witness it. Newly released seat locations will be available for the public to check out for the first time at our Select-A-Seat event on Saturday, June 14th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Smoothie King Center. Ticket packages start as low as $150. Visit pelicans.com or call 504-525-HOOP for more info and take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com, your first stop when following your teams. A busy and good show today. Our thanks to Rob Ryan, Curtis Lofton, Tim Lolito, Curtis Johnson, and Dallas Stewart for coming on today's show. Best of luck to Dallas and the commanding curve team this weekend at the Belmont Stakes. Tomorrow's show, we will focus on the Pelicans. The team is holding workouts at the practice facility today. Head coach Monty Williams and some of the players will meet with the media following those workouts, and we'll have those interviews for you on tomorrow's program. Don't forget you can follow the show on Twitter at Black Blue Report and myself at D. Salerson. Well, that'll do it for today's show, and until tomorrow, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.